Hello, thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much for taking the time out as part of this interview. I hope you're doing well today. I'm doing great, how are you? I'm doing very well, thanks for asking. I mean, Awita, I've been such a fan of yours. You know, since you started your career, I've been following you and you've done so great. You've made a name for yourself. People know the name Wida One Star and it's incredible what you've done. And you know, before I even get started, I feel like your name is so fitting because you know, your personality, your career so far, you are an absolute rock star. But still, I'd like to know, how did you come up with this ring name of yours, Rita One Star? Um, thank you for asking that. Uh, no one ever asks me that, actually. But uh, I, I came up with the name because I have a, a circus background and a performing That's arts right. background. And I wanted to do, I originally had done a circus gimmick for a, a little bit before uh, getting involved with The Righteous. And I wanted something that sounded kind of circusy and kind of burlesque-y. And uh, it has, a, has kind of a burlesque feel to me, um, Vita Von Star. So uh, I also, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy you know i i like to think of myself as a star as well so i was like oh it, it works it's only fitting and uh it's, i just went with it it's very fitting it's very fitting and there is so much to your personality and what i absolutely love about you is that you are an achiever you're a go-getter you follow your dreams and you do what you love and you know your your resume it shows that you are no ordinary person i mean you've done things that you love. You talk about circus, you talk about being an aerialist, you talk about being a coach, a wrestler, in a music band, you've done it all. So it's great, which makes me ask, so you've done all these cool things, all these great things, right? Have you ever, ever done a boring job in your entire life or have you always been this? <laughs> Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I, I've definitely uh, paid my dues in, in that regard. Uh, it's hard okay. to be an artist of any kind without doing some kind of lame job at some point in your life. Um, I've definitely done my share of food service <clears throat> and uh, hospitality crap like that, which I hate and will never <laughs> go back to. Um, the most boring job I ever had was I did actually, people are like, have you ever had an office job? And I did for about a year and a half. I had, uh, it was data entry. It was unbearably wow. soul sucking. Um, it was a learning experience though, because uh, after that I was like, no, I can't ever um, use my time and energy like this ever again. Yeah. And uh, pretty much after that job, you know, you, you always like gotta do, you gotta do to survive. But um, I was like, no, I can't ever. That's right. I can't ever sit at a desk as a job. <laughs> it's not for me. Oh. oh, absolutely. And I can't imagine somebody as talented and as skilled and with such personality as yourself sitting in front of a computer and, you know, entering data and, you know, all, I can't imagine that hurts to even imagine. So I'm glad to see you in the right business yeah. and entertaining fans. <laughs> it, it's incredible. Uh, incredible, really. Uh, you know, usually when I'm speaking with wrestlers, I always ask them, you know, what got you into wrestling or, you know, how did your family react to your decision to join? But for you, since you were into so many things that are, you know, they're not ordinary, they're, they're very special, not everybody can get into them. So I'd like to ask you, were you always so, you know, just such a go-getter, always into things that were, you know, out of the box? Have you always been this way? 
or what it was it was it a moment in your life that was like no you know what i'm gonna be this i'm gonna be different what was it uh no i've always been this way i have always been an artist um you know you're just kind of born that way you know i feel like we all have gifts and talents that we have inherently like gifted to us and it's our you know it's our duty in this world to to use those gifts the way that we were intended um so i've always been an artist i've always been an athlete uh i gymnastics was my first love of movement as a kid you know so i always loved flipping around and i always gravitated towards sports that were artistic um so you know i did played soccer and softball and stuff as a kid but like team sports didn't really ignite my soul the way performing arts does you know so i've always sought out um you know these art forms that were very physical so i always pushed my body really hard um you know some people know that i i skateboarded and snowboarded for a very very long time that was a, a huge part of my life for so long and you know you're just constantly doing things that are terrifying you know i jump off cliffs i jump on like huge handrails and stuff like that and so it's a you know a mental game as well because uh, it's hard because <laughs> it's like all of those things are so hard and um you know you just deal with so so many setbacks with injuries and stuff like that um but yeah i've never been able to live a normal life ever <laughs> that, that is incredible you know while i'm speaking with you i also spoke with a wrestler uh, his name is pj black formerly justin graber just spoke with him a couple days ago and he had a very similar story you know always into this these uh, you know extreme sports snowboarding high flying skydiving all the seven i'm I mean, listening to your story right now very similar it's incredible it's great it's wonderful what you've done and you know all your interests are great and What's even better is that you followed your dreams and you followed your goals. It's great, but again, the question is that um, you know you've been you've been an acrobat, you've been an athlete, but how did circus get into the play? Because uh, you know, were you were you a fan of circuses as a kid? What got you into it? Uh, yeah, I always again just like performing arts always gravitated right. towards it. So. Um, the first time I was ever exposed to circus was, I think, at Bush Gardens as a kid. And, you know, you go to these, like, theme parks and they have these uh, circus shows. And I was like, oh, that's cool, you know. Um, never really thought much about it till years later. But uh, where I live in Philadelphia, we have a, a circus school and it's a, a big community, actually, around here. And so I just started taking classes recreationally. Um, just kind of on the side and it was very natural for me to be climbing on things and going upside down and uh, you know because of my prior background you know there's so much conditioning involved and I already went into it having a, a lot of strength and flexibility so it was easy for me to fall into and then I pretty much just you know started booking professional gigs after uh, about a year or so and um, started coaching so I could be around it more and, you know, train more. Um, and, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is my life now. So that's incredible. And it's not just circus and wrestling that's been a part of your life. You've also been in music bands. I know that you were actually a part of the music band 
and before the pandemic, you guys were planned to be very much active. So what came first? Was it the, you know, the, the acrobatics, the performing in front of live audience, the circus, or was it the music? What came first? Um, yeah, music was definitely in my life before circus was, uh, it was just a, another kind of extension again, where I just always had to be doing something artistic. And, uh, I, I played piano and guitar as a kid. I still do off and on. Um, I always loved singing as an expression. Um, music is good for the soul, man. Like it really, uh, has gotten me through some times in my life, um, both like just as listening as a, a fan to it and, and playing it as well. Um, I've had some cool experiences uh, collaborating with people on music stuff. And uh, it was never the thing that I tried to do like professionally, which was kind of what was cool about it because uh, it was always the safest thing that I did. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool, I can, can do this activity and I won't, won't die. Um, That's right. So, you know, I kind of like, was able to just like relax a lot into it as, as kind of like a, a side gig. Um, but uh, yeah, I, uh, I just, again, just can't have a normal job. I just love to express myself and I've always had artistic interests. Um, yeah, music, art, movement, like really is just things that keep me going in life, man. <laughs> That's right. And you mentioned, it's funny you mentioned that music was probably the safest job that you did. How's your family reacted to your decisions when it comes to your career choices? Uh, how, I mean, are they like now used to it? Like, of course, she's a wrestler now. I mean, are they used to it? How was their reaction at first? Can you tell us something about that? Yeah, I had a lot of injuries growing up from skateboarding mm -hmm. and snowboarding. And my mom doesn't know the majority of the things that I do. Um, I'll just never, never tell her. <laughs> uh, she would just freak out. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, after a long time skateboarding, snowboarding circus did seem safer to them. So they're like, okay, you know, I can like sit down in the audience and like clap and stuff. And, uh, you know, like, oh, my daughter's like 30 feet high in the air. You know, it's, it seems way safer than all the other stuff she does. Um, so now at this point, yeah, they just kind of accept it. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's awesome. So um, you mentioned that, you know, you're, you're a fan of, I mean, the music, uh, the movies. Have you, in, in wrestling, when it comes to wrestling, have you tried to incorporate, you know, some aspects of what you love, such as circus, such as, you know, the kind of music that you like, the movies that you like? Have you tried to incorporate that into your character? I know that you did try to do it with circus, but what about the movies and the music? Uh, yeah, that's an interesting question. You know, I feel like... Um music with wrestling there's not enough of it uh oh. i i love performing to music like i really pride myself on musicality when i i do a circus act or something and you know just really feeling the music and telling a story that way is really mm -hmm. important to me um but you know of course when you wrestle there's no music you know um though I have been to some kaiju big battle shows where there was live music. Every once in a while, it happens, and it's cool. And I'm like, oh, man, these guys get to wrestle the Slayer or Iron Maiden. And I'm like, I want to be there right now wrestling That's Slayer right. and Iron Maiden. Um, <laughs> so it's, like, so rare. Um, you know, other than 
entrance music, which obviously is like a huge part of the whole presentation. Um, So, you know, I, I always, I love the entrance, you know, that's like a a huge part for me. Um, I, I love that part of it. And uh, yeah, I would love to, to somehow figure out how to work that in more. I have a couple ideas actually uh, that I might start working in. Um, And uh, as far as like movies and like cinematic, you know, like promos, I love, you know, promos are amazing and promos can be anything really, you know? And I I think that that's a huge part of the art form that we do as well and has always been really interesting to me. I love cinematic promos and it's hard to do that. You know, it really depends on the company that you're working for production budgets, you know, because that kind of stuff can get very expensive um, and is often a a limitation uh, sometimes. But uh, I love making artsy stuff. Like, honestly, like I want to do more stuff like that. That's like, movie inspired and and music inspired um so we'll you know we'll see i i don't personally have like a huge production budget for stuff like this uh but you know who like i don't know what what the future holds so maybe you know i i was uh fortunate with the the righteous because we did get to do some stuff like that and uh that was like i loved shooting promos with those guys and uh you know, telling a long angle like that was super cool. We did get to do some cinematic mm-hmm. stuff that was kind of like off the beaten path as far as like a stereotypical wrestling promo. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I love stuff like that. I think uh, all the art forms, you know, like you just like pull from different sources that and, you know, it's like a divine gift the way that inspiration comes together sometimes and like forms this you know, this, this product that sound makes it sound like more commercial than it really should be. But, you know, um, the way that, that, you know, everything is, is inspiration, honestly, like I'm inspired by everything that I see around me. It's beautiful, beautiful. You know, just, I mean, listening to you right now and from what we've seen with the righteous, I mean, I can only imagine in the future when you are with the promotion with a bigger budget and with the vision you have, with the creativity that you possess, I can only imagine magic taking place whenever, you know, you're in control and you can just go out there and, you know, bring your creativity into the play in wrestling. Um, excited for that. So we were just talking about promos, which makes me wonder, I mean, I'm pretty sure that you must have eased into the world of wrestling when it comes to promos, especially. You know, this is a challenge for a lot of wrestlers. They can be very good in the ring, but when it comes to promo, when it comes to the trash talking, you know, when it comes to selling themselves on the microphone, it becomes a challenge for them. For you, was promos always like, you know, I, I got this, or did you also have like a, you know, slow growth in it? Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> that is, that is true. Um, promos are a, a major challenge for a lot of people. Um, a lot of people don't want to do them. Uh, I, I wouldn't say they come easy to me. Definitely not. Um, I feel <laughs> most art, honestly, like kind of has growing pains and, uh, promos are the same. Um, I mean, like being there, like being able to fire off a promo, like, right off the bat like is a a very important skill but it takes a while to develop that i'm definitely still developing that um but uh yeah that's uh definitely always a work in progress um i've got i 
think that I've gotten a lot better over it about in the last couple years. Um, I've been fortunate in, in a lot of my classes, uh, my wrestling classes at my dojo and stuff, we'll spend some time on them. Um, so I like that one that's incorporated into curriculum in schools. And I know a lot of schools do, um, do work on promos like that, but uh, you really can't underestimate it, honestly. Um, it's just such a huge part of the whole Absolutely. thing of what we do. And like, you can just tell amazing stories that through, through promos and, you know, uh, someone who's re really good at a promo or, you know, that sucks you in, you know, you get really heavily invested in, into promos sometimes. And sometimes it's honestly more about that than it is about the, the ring stuff. You know, it's um, true. Yeah. we, we are, human beings we get invested in storytelling and uh emotional responses you know That's and right. uh that promos are a huge important part of that but uh yeah i wouldn't say that i'm like amazing at them i'm definitely still still working on it. i have a ways to go but uh i i do enjoy them i actually really do enjoy them um i can tell thank you <laughs> I, I can just the way you answered that question, I could tell that you know you are in love with wrestling, and not just wrestling, but the art of wrestling. That's what you're in love with. It's incredible. And while you were uh, you know answering that question, you, you, the term you use dojo, with, uh, which made me wonder: Have you ever tested the waters when it comes to the world of karate? No, I haven't. <laughs> uh, I love I love it though. I always loved watching kung fu movies and stuff like that you know That's i always right. loved bruce lee and jackie chan like that is an art form too i mean the stuff that they yeah. do is just absolutely incredible um i've taken a couple jujitsu classes uh and i would like to, wow. to do some more of that um it's all related you know like wrestling is a cool art form because you can pull from all these different backgrounds and it is interesting if someone has like an m an MMA or a boxing background or something, and then gets into professional, you know, professional wrestling, uh, really any, any sport, you know, kind of like you, you can take a pro athlete from like almost any discipline and then like train them as a pro wrestler and something interesting will happen. Um, but uh, yeah, I would, I would love to learn more stuff like that, to be honest. Uh, I think like amateur wrestling is really cool too, you know, and uh you don't always see that too much even in, in pro wrestling, but like, I, I love all those, uh, you know, shoot forms of fighting that, I mean, that was really why I like kind of like, I always gravitated, gravitated towards like fighting. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there was a time in my life that I was like, Oh, I kind of want to be a boxer, but like, I'm already like beating myself up, like really hardcore. I was like, I don't think I can add a thing like that. Um, and then, you know, that's why I kind of like why I love pro wrestling, even though it is still so hard on your body, but like, you can still, you know, <laughs> you know, we have more fights in our, our careers than like a professional boxer, you know? Um, so yeah, that's, uh, it, it's, it's a nice balance, I would say. It is true. And, you know, you said that you, we have more fights than a professional boxer. I mean, since you joined wrestling, you've been basically on a roll. I mean, in your first uh, 
year itself. You had numerous matches. I believe you wrestled in about 13 promotions, out of which you wrestled 15 matches in the first year. You won your first title in your first, very first year as a pro wrestler. And it just baffles me that it's just been about three years, and you've been wrestling for three years, and you've accomplished so much. And you are known, you know, I mean, across the globe, and wrestling fans who pay attention to the wrestling, they know Wida One Star. So I'd just like to take a step back and also talk a little bit about your trainers. I mean, you had some fantastic trainers, you know, you had Cheeseburger. I know that you've also, to some extent, trained in Lucha. Then you also had uh, training, I believe, with Drew Gulak. Can you tell us something about the training process? I mean, since you come from a circus background, an acrobatic background, was it easy for you? V were there challenges? Did you ever have second thoughts about wrestling? All of that, please tell us. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I definitely had second thoughts about wrestling before. I mean, wrestling is also can be very soul-crushing. Uh, it, it is humongous as the rewards can be. Uh, it can also really crush you. Um, but I have I have had very um, very good training experiences, and I'm really grateful for all the training experiences that I've had. I trained at Chikara for three years. That was my um, my where I started, and they do a ton of lucha, you know. So I uh, I was grateful for that because that that can be hard to find. It can be hard to find schools that like actually teach lucha uh but i love that i always gravitated towards lucha you know i love everything about it the, obviously like the flippy stuff and the aerial stuff but like the glitter and the tradition of it and like it's amazing i've always loved lucha um so yeah i did a, a, a lot of training with ophidi and that was where i met drew gulak actually drew is one of my first trainers and uh, I learned a lot from him, and he still, to this day, like, helps me out with promos and a lot of other stuff. Um, I did some lucha at a, a school called Pro Wrestling Revolution. It's in San Jose, and uh, they're pretty much straight lucha school. So uh, we, um, when I went over there, I had, like, a circus contract there for a few months, and I, I was trained with them when I was over there. And uh, we, like, spoke the same language, and it was just cool to, like – work with people in that way um i don't get to do that a lot now but uh it's uh it's awesome when i do get to um orange cassidy has been one of my trainers since day one All um, right. yeah world famous tv sumi sakai like i owe, owe so yep. much to um so yeah i've i've really have a lot to be grateful as far as uh the training experiences that i've had that is amazing. Uh, do you get time to watch, I mean, wrestling on television every week? Uh, yeah, I do. I really, really <laughs> do try. Um, I uh, always try, obviously, try and keep up with Ring of Honor stuff. And uh, That's right. Yeah, of course. Um, so, the Impact stuff, like the, the women's division <laughs> Impact right now is really incredible. Um AEW, like I don't watch all the time, but like I keep up with it. You know, it's it's kind of hard to avoid it. You know, and and they have uh, incredible things going on there. Um, I try. I watch a lot of indie stuff too. I watch tons of women's wrestling. Uh, like Mission Pro, you know, in in Texas, there's like a a lot of stuff going on there. Um, so I yeah, I definitely watch wrestling uh, every week. And, you know, if we were just talking about Impact, that's what I wanted to ask you about. Impact, Hard to Kill, 
ROH, they pretty much you know, invaded that show, invaded Impact Wrestling. I know on social media there were people who were wondering, where is Rita One Star? Why is she not there? So when are we? Go when are you gonna give fans what they want? When are you invading Impact? Or do you have any other promotion that you have set in your mind you want to aim for next? Uh, yeah, a lot of people have been wondering that actually, <laughs> and uh, uh, thank you for that. Um, yeah, it's just a weird time right now. Uh, Impact is definitely on my radar for sure. Um, I'm, you know, kind of in a, a process right now of talking to a bunch of people and like putting feelers out there and uh, seeing what happens. Um, yeah, out of all the other promotions right now, Impact would be the one that I would want to be at the most uh, for sure. So, um, you know, the industry is weird. Things just happen in a weird way sometimes and you just go That's with right. the flow, you know? Uh, so, um, kind of like the future is, is uncertain right now. I've been saying this for a couple months now, like ever <laughs> since we got fired from Ring of Honor, but, uh, you know, uh, there's, there's wow. a lot on the horizon and there's a lot to look forward to. And, uh, I'm just at this point, like just open to, um, to where things flow and and you know I, I think that whatever is meant to be will happen and I'll I'll end up somewhere and uh, you know I just want to work with cool people and have good experiences and make wrestling art for the fans so as long as that happens I'm happy I can tell that all from all the people that were let go from ROH, you definitely stand out. And it's just your, your talent that you possess, your creativity, your personality. I feel that the next time you'll be catching up, you'd be signed to a major promotion. I just have that feeling. And I know people were saying they'd love to see you in Impact Wrestling, and I do see it happening. Maybe, maybe a bigger promotion. I do see it happening for sure. Thank you. That means a lot to me. It really does. <laughs> oh. Absolutely. Wida, it's been such a pleasure to talk to you. And before I let you go, I just have one more question. And that's because I was just watching one of your matches yesterday, which was an intergender match. And uh, the way you pulled that off, it was over a 10 minutes long match and you dominated well, much of it and you pulled that off really well. So I just like to ask, I mean, how do you feel about intergender wrestling? Are you comfortable with it? Uh, do you feel like, you know, it's just easy? How do you feel? I love intergender wrestling. Like, honestly, I, I really do. Um, I've always trained equally with men and women, like probably more so with men, you know, just because of like, you know, there's always more men than women in, in these kinds of things. Uh, but I, I love it. I really, really do. Um, I get like why people have mixed feelings about it. And I think any booking needs to make sense, you know, that's should right. be realistic and you know should make sense so i'm in favor of that aspect of it but like there's come on women can fight men like you oh, know absolutely. like I, I hate that distinction really you know like i if you put me out on a street and i gotta like defend myself against a, a man like i'm gonna fucking kill him sorry uh That's <laughs> but, That's like, honestly you know um yeah like there's still realism and, and all that. And uh, I, <laughs> I love working with men because I can, I can usually do a lot more flying, which is cool. You know, um, uh, you know, you're whoever your opponent is, you're always, you know, working with each other's like strengths and weaknesses. And that's always interesting to me. Uh, but as far as like being an intergender match, I feel like I can usually like 
kind of pull off more stuff than I, I normally would. Not, not always, but you know, normally, um, generally speaking. So I, I love it. And I am, I'm a big fan of intergender wrestling. I welcome the opportunity anytime it comes across. You know, the more I speak with you, the more I feel like you going to Impact Wrestling is like Harry Potter going to Gryffindor. It was just meant to be. <laughs> you know, Impact Wrestling is the only promotion right now, the mainstream promotion, that actually dares to do intergender wrestling. And, you know, the one that I watched with you yesterday, it's just probably the best intergender match that I've seen. So big Thank fan you. of it. I really look forward, and I'm, I just have this vibe that next time we speak, you are going to be signed to a major promotion. I'll look forward to it. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time, Mita. It was My an pleasure. absolute thank pleasure you. speaking with you, and uh, hope to catch up with you soon. Thank you. De Take definitely. Care. Thank Take you. Care.